Welcome to the Lost Ground Podcast, where we like to sample new beverages, recount old stories, and talk about other random topics, while adding a bit of our own fucked up humor. I'm Mr. Yummy. And I'm Mr. Early ETS. Before we get started, you should know, we'll probably take these topics too far. It's who we are, and it's what we do. So pour yourself a drink, pop a beer, and enjoy a moment of conversation that will travel from the mundane to the offensive. Mr. Yummy. Oh, you are pumped. I'm so pumped right now. You're in a good mood. Ah. Like, I feel like shit. I'm tired, and you're just like, I'm feeding off your energy. Oh, I'm here I'm for like you. I'm like an energy vampire right I'm now. I'm here for you. I'm, I'm feeding it. <laughs> Do you want to you suck me? I mean, my energy? Do you want? You just made this so uncomfortable that um, I'm not going to give a response. I'm just going to take a drink. Okay. Well, well, let's dive right into it real quick. Our bottle today is a 12-year Glenlivet. It is double oak. It's European oak and American oak. And in all truth, I've had Glenlivet before. I've, I've had, had this bottle specifically. You haven't, but you've had Glenlivet, right? Correct. And uh, we have a reason why we're going to something that we already know. Uh, do you want to fill them in on that reason, Mr. Yummy? Are we talking about this? That, well, that's not where we're... we're that's, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Oh. No, the reason we're going to something we already know is last episode, Mr. Ducky, he was so kind that he brought a bottle, something that we had all never had before. I'll never forgive you. (laughs) Ever. It was called Rock Oyster. Yeah. And Rock Oyster is a scotch, a scotch that I had never even noticed on the shelves ever in my life. And for good reason. Shouldn't. And we read what uh, what the experts said on it, and they used terms like sea breeze and peaked. Didn't sound great, but you know those people. How often are they way over involved in them? They they should have used descriptive terms like asshole, (laughs) clunge, hate yourself. And so Mr. Ducky and Mr. Yummy smelled it, and they said it didn't smell bad. I, I trusted them. It was it, it was strong. You could tell that Pete was strong, but that was disgusting. And then I first took that sip into my mouth. We all did it at the same time, and it was like assault. Like you feel like you were in a war zone. It was just like gunpowder filling your mouth. I I want to say every bottle that we've had on the podcast has been gone within like the end of the week. We yeah. finished it. This has now been over two weeks, and more than half of the bottle is still there. I I haven't had any more since that night. Um, I tried. The next night to, to have another glass of it. I'm like, maybe, maybe I got used to it. No, that was disgusting. Well, it's like in your head, you can be like, you know, it, all, it really wasn't that bad. Like your memory makes it, you know, the pain fades with time, as oh. they say. <laughs> Just to give horrible. you an example of how bad it was, um, I decided I was going to pour some Jameson for myself to get that taste out of my mouth because that taste lingered. That gunpowdery, chalky taste lingered. You said the next morning you could still oh, taste it. Oh, I could. It. But at that moment while we were still recording, I went to the Jameson. And you declared that we all had to finish our, our rock oyster. We have to. We, yeah, And so to. I finished mine. You finished yours. I was the first one to finish mine. And Mr. Yummy, he left that glass there when he went home. Do you still have it? Did you save it? Uh, he poured it out. He came by and visited, and I told him I saved it for him, and he had to finish it. And he said, fuck that. And he later on snuck over to where the glass was when I wasn't paying attention and dumped it. What a fucking turd. 
I, I didn't dump bullshit. it and I can't find it anymore. So I'm not saying I know for a fact he dumped it, but it was at the same place. And then after he visited, it had been moved and it was gone. That's bullshit. Fuck that. So I think we're going to save um, save the bottle at least until he, he finishes the portion. We're going to have to like tape him to the bed <laughs> and, and get a funnel and dump that shit down his throat. And he's getting a whole new glass, not just what he had left. He's getting a whole thing. I'm nicer than you. I just like, he has to make up for the, you know, well, you know, in his defense, he didn't know he was doing something that was bad. He thought it was going to be good. And he, yeah, he tried. And you know what? Actually, I t- I'm going to take it back. I'm going to give him a pass. Yeah. He got us these these, these dope glasses he, he and a cancer. I'm going to give him a pass. This one. If he ever brings a bottle like that <laughs> again, though, no, fuck him. He's drinking the whole damn well, thing. Well, it's like most of the time when we've done these episodes, we've always been taking a little bit of a risk. Yeah. And we've, you know, we've had stuff that wasn't our favorite, but nothing that was that horrible. Like everything else we've had, even if it wasn't our favorite, we would still sip on it over the next couple of days. I think the longest one that lasted was the Lawn Branch that we got. Yeah. That lasted like three weeks before it was gone. That was with different people. I don't think it lasted that long, but. I I know it did because it lasted until um, my brother-in-law and sister came to visit and he finished it. Okay. So a little bit of time. Well, shall we get into this? Let's get into it. Oh. Smells delicious. P- okay. Picking up any good hints there? Man, you no. gave me a lot more. Thank you. All right. Cheers, brother. That is smooth. Yeah, it's super smooth. A little smoky. It's okay. It's a scotch. To be expected. Really tiny bit of smoke, though. It's... But that's that's good. Yeah, it's that really smooth, smooth, really light. I kind of wish there was a little bit more of a burn <clears> to it. I got a good burn going down my, my throat right now. Oh, I didn't. That feels good. Mm-mm. Mm-mm as I take a drink of water. I'm not taking a drink of water to wash away the taste. I've just been super dehydrated today. Yeah, I've been dehydrated all day. Fucking since yesterday. Kicking my butt. Vacation was, was rough. You go on some vacation time, and then you don't realize how much you can lose. Oh, quickly. I was only gone. I was only off for nine days. And, dude, yesterday I was hurting at work. Well, I mean, the thing you lose first is your cardio and your muscular endurance. That starts, you know, slumping off. Yeah, but maximum you, strength stays longer a little bit. But. You shouldn't lose it that quickly. Nine days. I mean, that's barely over a week. Well, I, like when I uh, was working concrete and like I took two weeks off, came back after the two weeks and I was still physically active for those yeah. two weeks, but I was nowhere near the level for like I was I had my ass whooped for like the first week back doing concrete. Yeah. No, fortunately, I only had to come back to one day of work, and mm-hmm. now we got today and tomorrow. Which, by the way, everybody, happy New Year! It's almost there. It's almost there. It's happy it's New Year's New Eve. New Year somewhere. Sorry, New Year's Eve. Is it New Year's somewhere? Yeah. I guess it is. Australia's already had a New Year. Yeah. Uh, well, we're the, the last ones. <laughs> well, I guess Hawaii's actually last, isn't? Aren't they? Or is it Guam? I don't know that off the top of my head. I actually think Guam's on. I mean, I really don't care. Fuck those guys. <laughs> It's one of our territories, bro. No one's like, hey, let's check on Guam and see what their opinion is on this issue. <laughs> I'm not saying that you're special. There's a lot of pe- places that we don't care what you have to think. <laughs> I would I would go to Guam. I would go to Guam. I'm not saying I have anything against Guam in particular. I'm just also Plus saying that no one cares what they think. <laughs> That's fine. I'm a uh, white conservative male in California. No one gives a shit what I think. This, that's very true. And anything <laughs> that you do, no, well, they do give a shit and they're going to hate you for it. That's true. Because you're an evil white man. Yeah. That's, that's Unless true. you're gay. 
but then they're still God, gonna hate, I just, wish I was. <laughs> they're still gonna hate you for being white, but they're gonna hate more the fact that they can't fully hate you because you're gay. So they would be mad that they can't hate me. Interesting, if true. It is. Why do you think? What was it, uh, Milo? Milo Yiannopoulos. Yeah. That's why he, one, he was so popular for so long because he was just so controversial. But I mean, he is good at being a troll. I'm not. I don't oh, agree with half the stuff he says. He was funny as shit. Too. But he was like, he was he was talented. He knew what oh, he yeah. was fucking doing. There was no way. Like, there's some of these politicians on both sides that they're kind of trolly, but they don't really realize they're doing it. Oh no, because he was actually he like was, young, brought up by the internet, was, yeah, knew he, how to fuck with people. He was fucking funny. As he, shit. he knew the game. I and mean, he was and an asshole, but I love it was him. he was going to come down. Like you can't no. play that game for that long without no. people finding ways to get at you. No. And I don't know the full story. I know it was something to do with like having sex, like so, like probably having sex with an underage male, like a teenage male, oh, something probably. like that. I don't know the full it's very story. Kevin Spacey, like, <laughs> but he, but that's like why he was so good for so long. Aside from being a major troll, was that you know the other side couldn't really hate him it was harder to they had him. Yeah. what i mean in his words and, and other words like people actually had to debate him on facts they couldn't just hate him for being a male or hate him for being white like he mm. was gay he was a republican he's all this shit yeah Good no, he was wild so anyway guam maybe had their maybe had new year's already we don't know we're gonna have to send our researcher out to discover this research reporter uh We'll have to get. We actually to need to hire one. <laughs> <laughs> just, just realize that. <laughs> I really wish we could. We had video and we could cut to. This, we have a cameraman, but we have. We don't, <laughs> There's we don't no have one in there. the field. And, like the cameraman, like turns the camera on himself, and he's like, "Guys, this isn't how this works." <laughs> he's like, "I can only, I can only take footage of seagulls for so long." <laughs> <laughs> Where are you, New Guinea? No, we said Guam. <laughs> Well, maybe you should hire a travel agent, too. <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> we look like we're made out of money. You're going to have to work some way to get the tickets back. We're not paying those. It's not coming out of our budget. <laughs> so what if you guys just pay me my... We'll pay you when you get back. <laughs> he's not making it back. <laughs> Fifteen years later, he, he stumbles onto our studio. <laughs> Big old rugged beard, dreadlocks, dirty, smells nasty. Where's my money, bitch? <laughs> Yeah, we fired you after one week. Like, he's like, I never got my notice. I've been employed. You owe me. He takes us to court, sues us for 15 years of employment. He probably wins in California. Probably. I mean, the the truth of the matter is, is like, I mean, not to sound like we'd actually screw someone over that way, but we'd send it to his home of record. We didn't know where he was. We send it to Guam. No, well, that wasn't his home of record. I assume his home of record somewhere stateside. Is that our last known location for him? He was never there. We told him to go there. It's his fault. If you're in the grocery store and you tell your kid to go get some milk and then you don't know where your kid is, are you at fault? Where, where's the first place you're going to look? The milk section. Where are we going to send the, the paychecks? The milk section. Guam. <laughs> Did you actually send checks to Guam? I don't need to prove that. You need to disprove that I sent checks you need to, to prove Guam. that I didn't. That's how the court system works. <laughs> Man, he's got us there. <laughs> <coughs> oh man, ladies and gentlemen, did you hear that? Did you hear how I coughed, but it wasn't blasting in your ears? Mr. E, do you want to tell the people why? So, Mr. Mr. Yummy's all excited. We we upgraded our equipment. Massive upgrade. This is why I'm so excited. You know, brand new microphones, not just using headsets mm. anymore. Mm -hmm. Have a Zoom here. We got a Zoom H6. 
So we're not getting paid to say that, but we're not we're not at Joe Rogan level yet. Oh no, not even. But those fucking mics are four hundred bucks a piece. Yeah, this whole setup is the same cost as one of those mics. Yeah, we're not there yet. No, but obviously it's better already. I'm very happy. Um, this is why I'm so stoked right now. We got mic stands. Yeah, it feels good. It feels it feels like we're professional. We're, we're bringing in the new year, right? But uh, well, we're going in the new year. Mm-hmm. One, do you have any resolutions? Me? Yeah. No. None. I I don't believe in resolutions like that. No. Explain. Like, so like, I'm totally on board with anybody changing their life, and I think that you know everyone has stuff that they can improve on in their life. And like, well, I think well, there's there's two sides of this, like. You got to know who, what kind of person you are because there's yeah. some people out there that they're like, okay, I want to start this new diet and lose some weight or this new exercise plan, right? Mm-hmm. And they're like, I will start it on Monday. That way I start it into the week. And and then because they're not that type of person who can really do that, that just jump into something, then they just keep putting it off or they're like, well, I've missed Monday, so now I'm going to wait till next Monday. And yeah. and like if you're that kind of person where you can't set it, because some people can, they're like, they work better if they get a definite starting date and they have to go in and then maybe resolutions are good for those people. But I don't yeah. think that's most people because making a sudden no. life altering change when you're not like, like, you know, we've both served, obviously we've talked about that a lot, but uh, like when you make the life altering choice to join the military, that when you get to on the plane and you're fucking flying, like you're in. Yeah. There's no like, well, this didn't start off the right, so I'll start it next Monday. Like, you you show up on the bus, like you can't walk up to the drill sergeant and be like, you know what, I'm gonna fly home. See you next week when I my stuff's all together. I wish, I wish that would actually happen. That would be amazing. You I, literally would, see the drill sergeant have a brain aneurysm right there. I mean, I don't know how basic training is nowadays, so maybe the oh. drill sergeant would like talk to you. Like, I don't know. Like, I haven't been there in ten years. <laughs> Has it been that long? Yeah. Oh man, you know what? I just, I just came up on my anniversary of graduation on the fourteenth. How many years has been going on? Seven years. Seven yeah. years. So ten years ago for me, a little more than ten years now. Wow. I gra- I graduated basic training. Wow. Started basic training August second of just two thousand nine. You started on August second. Uh, I started on August twenty eighth. Yeah, August second was when my first day of basic when I flew out. Wow. But anyway, what I'm saying is, is that like if I had walked up to one of those drill sergeants at that time and mm. said. Hey, I think I'm gonna start this next week. I'll just fly home. I probably would have got punched in the face because I did get punched in the face, and other people got punched in the face for saying shit. <laughs> they weren't allowed to lay their hands on us, which I think is bad. I think they should have. I don't want anybody getting hazed or abused. Well, no, but you know, a little bit of physical punishment's not bad. Yeah. But back to the point I was making is so like most of the times that that sudden like change the next day kind of change works is when you have someone that's making you do it. You know, like if you've got someone that's holding you accountable, like really holding you accountable, not just like, are you keeping to your diet? And you're like, yeah, maybe kind of. And that's when I feel it works. Most people I don't feel can just radically make a decision and then actually make those changes in their life. No, I mean, I think when it comes to like a really life changing diet or workout routine, Mm -hmm. it's not something you just do it. It is definitely something that you should start on a Monday or I mean, not necessarily on a Monday, but pick a day, Mm -hmm. not just tomorrow. Because, get a plan together. Yeah, because one, one, you have to get a plan. And if it's your diet that you're changing, then you know you need to either throw away all your shit that you shouldn't be eating or consume it. Like, enjoy your last week, consume all the nasty shit in your house, and then go out and, and go to the grocery store and buy all the good stuff that you need to be eating. And, like, meal plan. Make that, like, that first week needs to be not necessarily easy, but 
Set your set yourself up for success. For success, well, it's like for myself. I feel I'm most <clears throat> successful in making changes I want to make in my life by not doing like these instantaneous like boom, everything's different. Yeah, and maybe maybe I should try it again. I'm different than I was than I was, but I feel it's like for example when I first really started working out, like seriously working out, aside from just like what the military made me do. I didn't really, I just knew I wanted to start working out. So anytime I saw someone going to the gym from my platoon, I'd be like, hey, can I go with you? Mm -hmm. And I wouldn't bother them, like, try to get, have them show me their work or anything. I would just be at the gym with them when they went to leave, I'd leave. And so I built it into my schedule where it was just something I made sure I did yeah. five days a week or so. Yeah. And then after I had done that for a little while and it was just part of my schedule to do it, then I started putting more research into having a more effective plan. Mm -hmm. And then I started changing how I was eating to be more, like, not that I was fat, but I needed to eat more because I was working out and I was always a really thin guy. Yeah. And that's how it's always worked for me is when you make it start off slowly making it just part of your schedule and then mm -hmm. you can start getting more like more committed to those changes once they're part of your schedule. And it's also like a big a big determiner on your personality because some yeah, people when they when they start a workout routine or a new diet, they want to see instantaneous changes. Mm -hmm. So what what you might need if you're that type of person which you're like, if I don't see results in a month, I'm gonna be dissuaded, then you need to I would suggest that you'd need to do both and you'd have a workout routine and a new diet because then you will see results much quicker and then seeing those results will motivate you to keep going, keep pushing through. And, and like if you're one of those people who really wants to see results really quickly to f keep motivated, which first of all, I don't think that's the wisest position to live in. No, I mean... But, you know, like you know, most doctors say that like crash diets aren't really that good for you. They're because, terrible. Yeah, they're terrible for you. But if that's what you need just to get started to see some instant gains... Yeah. Then, then do that. And I think that's the biggest thing is that when you when you do something like this workout or, or diet change is your goal shouldn't be to lose weight. Your goal shouldn't be to pack on pounds or mm -hmm. like to get bulky. It should be to be healthy. That should be your ultimate goal. And then everything else will come come with it. Like when you are healthy and you are fat or like if you are fat and you become healthy, you will lose weight and no. you will lose weight in a healthy manner. Like I know people who they do these diets that aren't, aren't necessarily bad but they'll lose so much weight so fast and i'm like that's not healthy you no need to, it's not if you if you're used to living a very shitty dietary life and a very inactive life no it's not bad to completely change that around but you can't just you can't drop 30 pounds in a month that is super unhealthy for your body well, and your body doesn't have the cognitive input of you like of what you're thinking to yourself yeah so your body's suddenly like Hey, hey, we're starving, guys. Yeah. Hey, we're starving. Fucking start piling shit away. Like, your body starts <laughs> reacting, thinking you're on a desert island or some shit. It doesn't know. We're going to die, guys. It's like you're in a prison camp, really. Ration it out. Ration the fat out. Which is actually a thing. Like, yeah. if you fucking try to starve yourself, your body will not. It'll try. If you, it, when it, you do eat, it'll try to store extra fat. Yeah, it'll, it'll consume exactly what it needs and then store the rest. And then, and that's when people get fucking stuck mm -hmm. and they don't lose any weight and i i think another big thing is because like i was looking through a lot of um new year's resolutions on twitter right mm -hmm. just to see and there's so many of them which i know it's a general goal people aren't in the shape they want to be or they want to lose weight yeah. or even some people wanted to gain weight you know be able to run a marathon whatever it is related yeah. to health and fitness but it's like is running a marathon a good goal well i if you want to run a marathon, good for you, but it does cause long-term damage to your heart because it's a long distance for most humans to run. Yeah. Well, I think that's more if you do it consistently. But, but my point that I was about that I was trying to make is that like when I was starting to work out, my goal wasn't like, oh, I need to be this goal weight or I need to bench 300 pounds. It was looking at the next increase. Yeah. You know, and it, having those little goals that you attain because like little goals like, man, you know, being able to wear this next size down of pants or wearing to, you know, 
neck size down and shirt or neck size up, whatever it is mm-hmm. you're going for. When you hit those little goals, it doesn't demotivate you from continuing on. No. And those it, little goals are awesome. You need easy, well, not necessarily easy, but attainable manageable, goals attainable and manageable a, goals. Within a time period that, you know, because we all, as much as we like this, you know, we remember stuff. And yeah. if you spend two years training on the same goal, are you even going to really realize it when you get there? <laughs> like, yeah. Well, uh, you need two sets of goals. You need long-term and short-term. Yeah, you need a constant set of short-term yeah. that keep evolving and growing with yeah. you until you, you hit your long-term. Yeah. So I just, I don't like the idea of like, oh, this just is a random, you know, it's the start of a new year on the calendar. Now everything's going to change for me. Because I think it gives mm-hmm. people this false expectation that, well, because it's this date, I can change all this radical, all these things in my life. Yeah. And it's hard to do. I mean, especially like, look, we just got off of the holiday season. Well, your work schedule is probably a little bit off and you're suddenly jumping back. Like you just said, you came back from into work after your nine days off Yeah, and it bugged you. Mm-hmm. So you're trying to radically change your life right when you're going to be having more difficulty at work because you're trying to get back into the swing of things. Exactly. That's the healthy time to change when you're not prepared for your regular life. Oh, shit. <laughs> I, I just, it seems very counterintuitive to me. No, I think it's, it's absolutely dumb. And those are, and I'm not saying any of those goals are wrong. Like, I'll never try to talk smack about someone trying to improve themselves. No, I mean, I definitely want these people to do this shit, but I don't want them to fail. I don't, I mean, that's... Yeah, that, that's the biggest thing is I'm not trying to talk shit about anyone trying to better their life. I just, you know, I don't, it's worse when you see them fail. I've, you know, in my years working out at gyms, mm-hmm. you know, I've heard a comment from larger people or people who are overweight or obese that they feel super self-conscious when they're, when they go into a gym, right? Yeah. But I've never, like, I know it happens where there's some fucking bullies. There's bullies everywhere. But most of the gym settings I've seen where a larger person is there, everyone's super supportive. Yeah, I've, I can't tell you how many times I've, I've had somebody come up and offer a spot, a, a spot and I was mm-hmm. like, oh, no, I'm good. Or like, yeah, sure, I'd appreciate that. Like, depending on where I am in my workout, I might not need it. It might be still mm-hmm. be on my, war- my warm-up. But... I really have never seen these gym bullies. Yeah, ever. I, was like, I know I, was, I know they exist. I'm not pretending that they don't, yeah, but like I'm sure me they personally, do. I don't think seen they're the majority it, never experienced it. But cuz like when I started working, I was the skinny guy. I was like the super skinny guy and then yeah. I'm self-conscious too cuz there's all these you know buff guys and I'm just this twig, you know, twig yeah. 19-year-old or something when I first really started hitting it. And everyone was nice to me. Like sometimes it was a little bit annoying cuz they'd come up and start, you know, try to give me advice on how to do my workout. Yeah. And sometimes it was good, and sometimes it was like, this is too, like, you're giving me, like, a f- an eight-week cycle plan. With- like, bro, just... Yeah. yeah. But I, I always got good responses. Like, everyone was just like, oh, it's cool, man. It's good that you're putting effort into yourself. Like, yeah. Well, I think it's... I honestly... I, so, I, I mean, I'm not the biggest dude. I'm not super skinny either, but I've never been... I've never been ripped. I've been, you know, pretty fucking fit. But I've never walked into a gym and been intimidated no. or embarrassed at where I am compared to the people around me. If anything, like if I see somebody, like I'll see big old juice heads and I'm like, uh, don't ever want to look like that. Like just not my preferred um, body type that I want. But I, I see other guys that are like, they're they're what I want to be. And I'm like, oh, that's dope. That's cool. He's here. He's doing shit. Maybe I'll check out his workouts, talk to him. And like, I don't ever feel self-conscious. Yeah. And I don't understand. I, I personally, I, I've never been super fat, so I don't understand why people who are get all uncomfortable and they're like, why, I mean, why are you intimidated? Like well, I, I think maybe there's... they used to be exactly how you are and they just put a bunch of fucking work into it. And now they're really passionate about it. Like, sorry, he, sorry, this dude grunts too much on the bench press. Well, he's pushing a lot of weight and he's mm-hmm. trying to like, you know, maybe yeah, not, I'll, he's I'll not never get to be irritated annoying. by someone making a noise when they're lifting weights. No, like, I, I just feels rude. Like, 
I've done involuntary, like, you know, squatting or deadlifting heavy weights or I make a grunt or make yeah. a noise. And I'm, you know, and like I've worked out with some people. There's a meathead, like really jacked guy yeah. that brought me when I started getting bigger. And he's like, oh, work out with me. And we'd walk into the gym with, there was like three or four of us all would work out together. And he, he'd walk in and he goes, yell at the top of his lungs. We're here to pick heavy things up and put them down. <laughs> top of his lungs through the whole gym. And I'm like, that's kind of annoying, man. But I thought it was like it was funny. Yeah, also. It's funny as shit to me. And most of the other big guys, yeah. like most of the other guys in the gym, like laugh or like give them a thumbs up or you know. Hell yeah! But that's a military gym, so yeah. <laughs> I don't think you could walk into like Fitness 19 and pull that. Imagine you go to Planet Fitness. Oh, you get a ban most immediately. Likely. Be banned. <laughs> banned for life. I hate that gym so much. Like okay, I've I've been the victim of involuntary noises when I'm lifting heavy. The most embarrassing one. Well, it's not really embarrassing, but the dumbest one that I sometimes do is I go like this. Because I'm pressing my lips together so hard, but I'm also breathing out. Yeah, I've seen, I've heard people do that. And I'm like, oh, it's like, you know, and I was, I pushed up the most weight I'd ever done on a, a hexagon uh, uh, deadlift. And, yeah, like a trap bar deadlift, yeah. Yeah, and I was super proud of myself. Then I made that noise, and the, the two people that I was working out with were laughing their asses. <laughs> I was like, fuck you guys. I couldn't do it again afterwards because I was laughing too hard. But sometimes it's just involuntary. And there are definitely annoying fucking people there and then just and just yeah, going as hard like as going like, like making get, excess noises that the they don't need to here, make dude. get out of here yeah, well it's, it's almost like they want attention oh of course what they they're do. doing they're like oh look at me i'm putting up this big weight oh i'm so it's cool like, i don't think anybody's looking at me right now like, guess what the only time i want someone fucking looking at me when i'm lifting weights no matter how big i was is when you're being spotted yes that's it <laughs> like if i wasn't being spotted i really even when i was lifting like really really heavy weights yeah i I always didn't like deadlifting. I never needed a spot. And I was lifting, you know, heavy weights on the deadlift. Mm -hmm. Like over double my body weight by far. The only time, other than when I'm being spotted, that I'd want someone to check me out is if I was single and there was a hot girl nearby. <laughs> and she's checking me out purely based off how good I look. Not out of the fucking noise that I'm making. Like, ugh, ugh, look at me. No, I, I don't one, even want someone checking me out in the gym. I just wanted to, I want to be at the gym, I to mean, do what I'm in there at the gym. It would be, it's a little... It feels good, a little bit, a little bit glorifying, but not not if you're getting that attention because you're fucking annoying or you're making a loud ass yeah. noise. Not just, but because you're you're doing something impressive, but you're like still being humble about it and you're being quiet. Like, yeah, I, I mean, like, you know, I've noticed guys in the gym. That sounds yeah. super gay, but like, there was this one um, guy who would come in and he'd be just heaviest weight I've ever seen a human being in real life do on squats, mm -hmm. and he'd do it for like ten reps. And he just was jacked and his form was perfect. And I could, every time I saw him like squatting, like I'd have to look just to get his, you know ass to the ground, heavy weight on his back, per, like his form was immaculate. Yeah, I was just like, that's impressive. I hope I'm there someday. Oh yeah, and I mean, I've I've literally done that. Like I'll I'll be at a squat rack, and then there'll be another dude next to me, and he's fucking bumping shit out, and mm -hmm. I'm like, damn. And then I'll hit something particularly impressive, and as soon as then I'm like, bro, like respect. Yeah. I'll give him knuckles. And I was like, that was some solid fucking form. Like you put up some mean weight there, and I was. It was it's cool. And I like, I think that's good. Like, you should encourage that. I mean, even if it's a fucking, I've, I've helped out people who aren't very well in shape, and and then they'll do something good. I'm like, hey, fuck yeah, good job. That was awesome. Yeah. You know, and I mean, like, I've dealt with the opposite of it. Like, um, the gym I had uh, downtown here for a while, mm -hmm. and I was one time I was working out, and one of the trainers, she wasn't doing anything, and she came over to me. And she's like, you shouldn't be doing this exercise. I was like, it's it's a squat. It's a barbell squat. She's like, it's like you're not you're not really in the size to be trying to do a barbell squat right now. You need to start with just like, you know, body weight squats. Huh? So I'm squatting 215 pounds. 
and by, by form badge it's like new form sorry but i just don't think you're there yet where you should be doing this so you need to go find something else to do if, if your form is fine then i don't i think she was just bored or something she was like this bodybuilder like chick she was in like her 40s there's a trainer that she had this raspy voice from all the steroids she had done oh nice yeah she's like you need to go find someone to train or something i don't know <laughs> So I'm saying I have been bothered by someone for no reason at the gym, and it's just frustrating as shit. Yeah. You know the weirdest place in the gym? Hmm. The sauna. Uh, it depends on the gym. Like, I'm, I'm a fan of using the sauna. I love the sauna. It is a great, it's great for recovery. It mm. it sucks being in there, especially when it's like 220 degrees. I mean, that's really healthy for dick. you. It's super, it's great. It, it's good for recovery. It's good for, you know, enzyme building or whatever it is. I can't remember off the top of my head. But... It's the weirdest place. I've been in there, and there's just like old dudes, saggy titties, and they're just sitting in there, just a towel, and I have to sit right next to them because it's a small ass sauna. Ugh. Or I, one time I went in there, and there's this dude. I'm mean, good for him. I'm not hating on him. I'm just saying it was weird. But he he was on a towel on the floor, which is just uh, it wasn't even concrete. It was like that rubber mm-hmm. shit they have on it, and he's doing he would just do like short like 30 second intervals of push-ups and sit-ups but he wasn't even doing like sit-ups and he wasn't even doing crunches either it was this weird like i don't know what it, yeah. i don't know how to describe it that's but a little the, off but then in between sets he was like squeegeeing the sweat off of his body with his hands and like off his fit and it was just it was weird yeah that's weird i, I was like uh, i mean hey dude you do what do whatever you want but i mean what's that called hot yoga where, no, it wasn't a hot. No, I'm saying like if oh, he yeah. wants to do that, where he just sweats all over the place. Like, go do some of that yoga. Everyone else is sweating too. For real, it's a normal environment. Not not four feet from me yeah. while we're I'm sitting in a sauna and dying. Well, and it's not just you. It's everyone else is in there, and everyone is following like the social protocol for being in a sauna together. You don't really touch the other people. You sit separate to yourself. You don't talk. You don't make yeah. eye contact unless you already know them. You just kind of like because I would usually use you know, saunas with a buddy that I was working out with. Yeah, and then we'd sit there and we'd BS. You know, you kind of have to, especially when you have an extremely hot sauna. You yeah. have to distract yourself because it oh, gets yeah. fucking bad in there. Yeah, I I used to I used to just go in there with like no music, nobody, because I just worked out by myself, and then. I would uh, eventually I had to get to the point where I had to bring headphones in with me just to listen to something because I try to be in there for 20 minutes and fuck by the time you hit 10 minutes you're dying like it hurts now, I love having a workout buddy oh, like yeah. a partner like it's it's good they motivate you they push you they fucking there's having like the confidence of having them there to spot mm-hmm. you allows you know to do more to, weight yeah. or, like, or not days even where like I didn't really feel like working out but I, I would go to like get my buddy or when you know, and yeah. he'd be there. He's like, you don't want to think of not doing it. And even though I really was, you know, didn't want to do it at that point, I'm like, okay, I'm doing this for him now. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, I can't it. bitch out too. Yeah. And so then, you know, and vice versa, my buddies, you know, that I've worked out with have always, you know, motivated me as well. Yeah. So I, I think it's healthy to, you know, find someone that's doing it with you. Well, I think we've, I think we've bored the people enough. Yeah. We talked about working out too long. Way too long. I apologize. Went on a tangent. But we, we were still talking about resolutions. We are. And I saw that you, you had some good ones. Uh, I don't know if I found, cause I was looking for like, just kind of goofier resolutions yeah just twitter people are throwing it out there and there were some ones that were just such obviously jokes like there was a a bunch of them that were saying i'm going to start hating people less as long as they people start being less hateable that was that's, a lot of them that's reasonable or i'm going to like people more just that was a big but um yeah one of them i saw was um i'm going to start only hooking up with guys who have who i like their top spotify songs on tinder 
Now, as ridiculous as that might sound, <laughs> I kind of I could see something there. <clears throat> I, not not in the hooking up part because if you're just talking about like oh I'm just gonna hook up with them, then that doesn't like if you're like I'm only gonna date someone on, on Tinder based off if I like their Spotify songs. That's that's a good place to start. If you know that you guys already have similar taste in music, that's not a bad place to begin. Yeah, but as far as hooking up, like, what you're not gonna look at the picture? I mean, I was you taking some risk, motherfucker. You're taking some risk. One, if I was even capable of just hooking up with anybody no, I wanted, I, I would never do that. But I, I would, if I was capable, I would, I would use their Spotify playlist as a as one a of the filtering grading. factor. Oh wow, yeah. You're saying, no, like, you're saying like if every girl said yes to you, every chick said yeah. yes to you. If somehow I was smooth enough to to get any girl in bed, I'm I'm far from. <laughs> well, uh, I mean that's that's a kind of a bad argument because it's like saying if I have all the supply of everything I need, then I'll pick and choose what I actually am going to use. And yeah, that's anybody. If you have an unlimited okay. supply, okay. If not even if I could get every, but if I had like if I was any way more capable than I am now. Or have ever been. I, I mean, I would if it was like readily available that I could just like digitally see over their head their top their Spotify top playlist. Then, yeah, it would be a factor. If all you're listening to is Lady Gaga, and and Katy Perry, I'm sorry. I, I'll be have to I'll have to have a really hard dry spell. <laughs> hard dry spell. Okay. I have standards. Okay, not many. Another okay. one I actually saw multiple of was um, planning more karaoke nights throughout this next year. And it Who? seemed like it was it was a constant problem for it was mainly women that they don't get in, they're not having enough karaoke in their life. I have never wanted to do karaoke. Have you done it though? I have done karaoke once. I have never wanted to either and I've done it once. I'm gonna play I'm, gonna, I'm Oh, gonna, I've done it twice. I'm Shit. gonna tell you the story real quick. Go for it. So I went to this uh, it was an army training thing in Hawaii. <laughs> Flew out there no problem. We were there for like five, six days. <clears throat> and then, I don't know if I told this part, but we were flying back and it was on a military aircraft and the, the we were banking. Like, I, okay, so first of all, we take off. No, first of all. Oh okay, shit, this me, is your third first of I all. I know, I know. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to go back to. Mr. Yummy is bringing you how not to tell a story. You can take notes at home. Eat a dig. <laughs> um, no, so last first of all. We we get on the wait the, the first first of all like the one that's actually the first shut or the last up, one you brought up shut or the same up, fucking finish. We're Which on the runway. We're on the runway. Okay, okay. this is not like you, you don't go to a terminal. You yeah. just go to the airport and then you walk on the fucking runway and you go to your plane. Mm-hmm. And, and a lot of military planes like all military planes are like this. But so we get there and they're like you got to load your load your own bags. I'm like well that kind of sucks. And a little my bag, but whatever, because uh, I had three, kind of sucked, and I had to load everybody else's. So we we load all. Now there's no under the plane storage. There's mm-hmm. no cargo holding area. the The main fuselage is the cargo area. <laughs> so there's these boxes, these wooden boxes in the middle, where like if you're on a big seven forty seven, that middle three rows or mm-hmm. middle three seats row going all the way down. That's where all our cargo is. It's Were not, you on a C one thirty or seventeen? It was it was a fucking like. Uh, fueler or some shit i don't remember what it was um off the top of my head so that's where all these these boxes are so we have to load load it all in fucking tetris as fuck and everyone's trying to fucking be in charge and like whatever eventually we get it in 
it is hot. It was not hot. It's like 80 or 90 degrees, but the humidity is through the fucking Yeah, everyone's roof. sweating We're the We're in full uniform, off. so, you know, no ventilation. Anyways, we get all we get everything loaded on. We get we, they chain the boxes down. It doesn't look safe. And then all the seats are like a foot and a half away from these boxes mm-hmm. on the sides of the plane. Yeah. So we get in, we get loaded. We're sitting on the runway. Doors closed, no AC, no fan, no nothing. Like this bitch next to me, she had a little fan that she plugged into the bottom of her iPhone and she was fanning herself and then me and then herself and the persons who were left and back and forth, like a rotating fan, like a little two inch fan. Yeah. But it felt amazing. Yeah, I've seen those. So we fucking finally take off after like 30 minutes sitting in this friggin' sauna and we go. Go ahead. Mr. E's, Justin's. Yeah. You done? Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, I'm done. I just got heckled by a fucking mic stand. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anyway, so we finally fucking take off. Then we get some air. It's a little bit more pleasant. And I like, fuck it. We got, it's like a six hour flight back from Hawaii to California. So I'm like, all right, go to sleep. See you guys when we land. Lay down, sleep. About two hours go by and I wake up. I wake up to the plane banking hard left, and I was like, "What? The f- why are we turning? Like, we shouldn't be turning yet." And they're like, "The plane's broke. We're turning around." And I was like, "Shut the fuck up!" And they're like, "No, really." Like, like so broke that I can go two out two more hours, but not four more hours, or is the two hours a guess? I don't know. I, I, <laughs> we, we were we were running on prayers, okay? So I like go back to sleep, but the plane keeps banking. We keep turning. So then I sit up. I'm like, what the fuck? Are we seriously turning? They're like, yeah, the plane's fucking broken. So we fly back to Hawaii, land, and they're like, all right, well, go find lodging. So we had to go find our own lodging, which, I mean, not it's not the end of the world, but getting that shit approved while you're, you're like, training and on orders. Yeah, like, so you had to find hotels that didn't have lodging, like, military Exactly, lodging. and, like, we couldn't, you know, reach back to the rear for them to fucking get that shit taken care of. So we had to, like... Put it on our car, our credit cards and shit, and then hope that they could update the yeah. travel orders. Yeah, yeah. So, so you were possibly just eating the fucking expenses. No, there's no way they they couldn't force us to. Eat it. But it might have been a long time until we got yeah. reimbursed. Anyways, it all that all panned out, not an issue. This was the second night, so we ended up staying another two nights. Well, the second night was the night of my birthday, and I was there with the Air Force. They took me out. They're like, you're not paying for anything. We're buying all your drinks tonight. It was very nice of them. Very, very, very. It was a lot of fun. They got me fucked up. And well, we went to one bar. It was the last, the last stop of the night, and they had karaoke. And they're like, "You gotta go. It's your birthday. You gotta go." And I was like, "No." And then they got me a couple more drinks, and they're like, "Yeah, gotta go." I'm like, "Okay." What you seen? You want to guess? I, I, I feel like it's a Lady Gaga song. It's not. No, no, no. It's um, don't stop believing. I know I'm white, but I ain't that white. It's way more. It's a woman. Oh, I, I was figuring it was a woman. It like a that woman. was my. Pretty uh, Spears. No, I'm, I'm gonna tell you no. Fergalicious. Fergalicious. Which I know every single word to. I did not need the monitor, and I didn't use the monitor. <laughs> I fucking straight solo that. I had backup dancers. I ditched them on the stage, and I went straight into the crowd. I was bumping. I was grinding. I do have a video. It's actually, I think it's up on Facebook. 
it's kind of embarrassing, but it's one of those it videos good. where you felt really good about it. You're like, I did a good job, and then you're watching it and you're like slurring into the microphone. <laughs> not one, <laughs> not one understandable word coming out of your mouth. You're like half slumped over, like crawling like a slug around the, <laughs> the dance floor. <laughs> you're like, I prefer my memory to the actual events that night, and so this don't didn't happen. Only my memory is real. <laughs> so yeah, that is the one and only time I've ever karaoke That So that's what I had just said I did one, but I realized the first time I did karaoke, I didn't know we got signed up for a song. I was with two buddies at this little country bar, and uh, we were drinking a good amount. It was like we had walked down to this little country bar from this little country house my buddy's parents owned, mm-hmm. and we're f- like they signed, the, there's karaoke going on, and then he's like, hey, I signed us up for a song. I'm like, well, what fucking song? It's, like, it's a song you have to know, like your country. What, you have to know it. I was like, okay, what? what is this? American Honky Tonk Association. I've never even heard of that. I hadn't heard of it. And I like, you know, I knew most of the country songs, like the big, especially big country, hadn't heard it before. So I'm up there, like he drags me up on the stage and it's me and two, uh, two others of us. And I don't know the words. <laughs> and so like, yeah, they're on the screen, but when you don't know when they come into the song. Yeah, you don't know the tempo. Yeah. Or like how how quickly you say them? Yeah, that's terrible. It was it was awful, and we did the one song, and then they were both like they were pretty drunk too, and they're like, "You suck, man! You didn't know the song." I'm like, I told you I didn't know the song. <laughs> <laughs> and then the second time was training, and uh, training. It was military training. Oh. I like no, the we, song no, was we, no, we were no, traveling. We were traveling. It was a group of us. I was like the lowest ranking guy there, but we had a master sergeant. We had a couple E sevens, some E sixes. I was just an E five at the time. And so we started off at, like, we got sushi, and then the master was like, we got to go to this karaoke bar. We are just hanging out. I had a beer. The next thing I know, master was like, I put us on for a song. No, oh, man. Guess which fucking song he put us on? Same one. Same fucking no song. No way. Yeah, because he didn't like that no one else there was country at all. And he, <laughs> but I knew the song if this no time. <laughs> You're like, I, have, I committed that one to memory. <laughs> So uh, I've done the same song twice, and those are the only two times I've done karaoke, and neither time did I pick the fucking song. That's and it was the same song both times. Yeah, that which is pretty amazing. That is horrible. Yeah, so that that is my life. Is that I think anytime I am forced to do karaoke now, I'm just gonna stick to that song. Just have the one. We should do it. Oh yeah, we should do it. We should go. Ah oh, man, if we weren't already drinking, we should go do karaoke tonight. There is two places in town that do it. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we'll just do our own karaoke. We'll <laughs> we'll bring up the song with lyrics and we'll sing to the people. You realize when we were young, I don't know if we should do that on the podcast. I hate how you say that word. We've I'm, we're old now. I'm not sure if you realize this. We are old. I know, but I hate how you say that word. Say it again. When we were teenagers, that works. That's not the word. Anyway, we would we would do that with um fucking uh, Hollywood Undead. Undead. We pull up the um we pull Undead. up the lyrics and we'd have different parts. Like we would each get different roles from the Hollywood Undead crew. Well, you're such nerds. I fucking hate it. But anyway, I think it's time for our first break. Yes. And uh, 48 minutes into it, it's pretty good. So we, we haven't done a lot of uh, technical playing with this new recorder, so I'm going to try to pause it, but I don't know if we can. Okay, so we're back from the break. And we were able to pause the recording. Yeah, he's very proud. Yeah. He took care of our Look at me. our base physical needs, Woo-woo. as they are. Yeah. But, uh, you know, we've talked a little bit. I mean, our plan was to talk a lot about resolutions. And we've, you know, we've gone on tangents, but come back to it. Yeah. So, uh, question for you, Mr. Yummy. Yeah. Is there anything, like, not saying a resolution that, like, you're starting at New Year's, but is there, is there stuff that you plan on accomplishing? Like, just, you know, 
stuff you want to make sure you're doing this next year? Not really. No? I like to say, uh, new year, old me, get the fuck over it. Because I, I was thinking of stuff like, you know, making sure that we keep more on schedule for the for the podcast and well, do I our mean, weekly episodes. You know, stuff that are improving what we're working towards. But, that, but you're just like, nope, don't even need to do that. But nah, nah, I'm just nah, bro. We're just gonna we're just gonna send it. No, I mean, yeah, yeah, but that's not like a resolution. That's that's no, why I said not a, not a resolution. I'm saying stuff that you want to accomplish this next year is what I said. Well, I mean, by way of the podcast, yeah, absolutely, I would like to <laughs> get fully. I mean, we we got we got our new recording equipment. Super stoked about that, and that matched with make sure they stay on schedule, get all their stuff uploaded. Yeah hopefully get these episodes out every single fucking week for you guys um yeah yeah let's do it okay see that's what i was talking about and you were just like no i'm new year old me i just still like, gonna be still gonna be committing crimes <laughs> slapping them titties I, I thought you just meant um resolutions i was like no i don't do i don't do resolutions if, if you throw something like well i want to lose five pounds <laughs> And I do need to get my fingernails are just always a mess, and I want to start keeping keeping the schedule for cleaning my. Dude, talk about fingernails! I would have walked the fuck out of here if you started that. Okay, to be honest, I want to go keto. I want to go gluten free. <laughs> okay, I'm just it's really healthy, healthy. That's not even a fucking word. Good job, me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I don't want to do any resolution. I don't. It's not that I don't want to do resolutions. I think they're, for the most part, stupid. Like like we already talked about. If you're going to do it, just fucking do it. You don't need the new year to fucking do it. Um, you know what? You know what I actually want to talk about? How bad has 2019 been for you? Because for me... Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> ah, no! <laughs> you know, like, I've been seeing a lot of tweets where people are like, 2019 kind of sucked, and I just hope 2020 is better. And I'm like... Okay, let's fucking sit down and compare. Like, I'm gonna DM you and let's let's figure out whose year was worse. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I I every year it is like since like 2013. Like, oh, 2013 kicked my ass. Hope 14's better. And then the same thing and the same thing and the same thing year after year. And it's like, was it really that bad, or you, or you just too fixated on the shitty parts of your of your fucking like, year? 2017, I was in a horrific car accident. Like, destroyed oh. me. Yeah, I still wouldn't have called that a bad year. I was a bad. It was a bad time within that year. Yeah, but there's a lot of like I still wouldn't look back. I don't look back and like, man, that year kicked my ass. There is no way that I'm ever gonna look back at 2019 and say, you know what, it wasn't as bad as. No, <laughs> it's a bad year. Like not to say good things haven't happened throughout the year, but I've had a pretty good year. I'm glad. I'm gonna be totally honest. Uh, of course, all the unfortunate things that have happened, they're they're sad. Ooh pop yeah. uh they're unfortunate and i wish that they didn't happen but you know shit happens but i i on in all honesty i've had a really good year i'm i we actually haven't said this on the podcast yet. i didn't know if we were going to bring this up do you want to bring it up i don't i feel douchey bringing it up you At want me to bring it up can you bring here it up? I'll, I'll bring it up because you feel shouldn't like feel douchey i just was like if it was me i, I wouldn't bring it up personally because i'm a super private person but Congratulations. 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 This is my second beer. <laughs> but you also have had two glasses of liquor. Anyways. But anyways. You should be better. Congratulations, Mr. Thank Yummy. You. Thank you. You just got engaged. Thank you. To a lovely woman. She I is. approve. Thank you. We always, we've come up with the rule that we need our friends, like, it's not all of our friends, but certain people, like, at least for me, for sure, 
Like, I'll never get in a serious relationship without mm-hmm. your approval. Mm-hmm. I appreciate it. But, uh, but no, she's a great, she's a great gal. Happy that you proposed great to her. Gal. I am too. Very, very excited. So. It's a weird, it's a weird feeling. And then you yeah. actually got on one knee and asked me to be your best man. I did. It was sweet. It was cute. It was very cute. We also then made love. But <laughs> that's neither here nor there. <laughs> I'm not married yet. I can do it, folks. <laughs> I can't. Uh, anyways. But yes, thank you. And congratulations to you for being my best man. That sounds super egotistical. <laughs> oh my God, I'm an asshole. No, but it's good. That's good. Like it's that's one of the few nice things. Just like oh my, you know, stuff is going well for people around me. Not most of the How people around me. Thank you for being my best man. Happy to do it. I appreciate it. I was like thinking to myself because you asked me like two weeks ago, mm-hmm. and I was thinking like, man, should I write a speech? No, I'm gonna ad lib that motherfucker. I'm. A, I'm. When I I've been a best man once to uh, Mexican Yash, mm-hmm. uh, and I I was like oh, I should prepare something and I couldn't and I just I kept thinking about it for about like three days straight right before the wedding, and when it came time to to do it, well, well, it came time for the reception, I was like okay I can't drink too much, I can't I can't get too loose lipped. Uh, his entire well, their entire family was there. Uh, but they uh, they they liked it. it Wait, is good. that a make or a break that I can't get too loose lipped? Yeah, no, it's gonna be a break. Uh, not, <laughs> not from my family because I've told my family most of the shit that I've done. But no, I, I wouldn't do uh, that. You know, her family. However, I'm still trying to impress. So let's, let's keep it low key. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it'll be good. It'll be good. I'm looking forward to that. You all all the loose lip stories that you want to tell. You can tell her. Mm-hmm. I've told Still. several of them to her oh, already. Did, yeah. Because I will never, I'm sorry, I won't be friends with someone's like, you can't tell my, my spouse or my significant other this, 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 that. Like, fuck you. Well, there's, I mean, there are, I have stories where, like, no, you're not allowed to tell her because well, it, like, it's, the, because there's no, there's no point into it. It's not funny. It's yeah. just like, okay, yeah, I, there are parts of my life that are, like, I did, I did, fucked up or weird or crazy things no like, but, but like, that's different i'm talking about funny like yeah there, i i no. get like, like there's stuff that's just like there's no reason for me to tell like you know there's there's nothing i gained from it there's nothing you gained from it there's nothing anybody gains from yeah. it and it might even upset yeah. her and i wouldn't do that and there's no reason to bring up shit like that like no, we've no. all done things in our lives where it's just like i'm i've learned a lesson from it and i'm okay just leaving that yeah. in the past now i mean i'm really there's nothing i've done in my life that i wouldn't want her to know other Except than those like, eight dogs Eight dogs. Oh, I didn't want to get into it. <laughs> no, I'm just. I you, get what you mean. You swore to me. <laughs> no. Uh, well, like that's just like stupid, like shit about like exes and stuff. Like, okay, there's funny stuff between you and me because mm-hmm. we can exchange it because we lived through it together. Yeah. But like for no, her, like, there's, there's no comedic value. Yeah, for I can't her. give like I can't give a funny story about your ex because no. And like if I was dating someone right now, I wouldn't want you to bring up my exes. Oh fuck no. No, but there's I I will. Well, you know, one of the things because we were talking, you know, still very you know very happy for you in that, and that that'll be next year, right? What? Well, well, your marriage, your wedding, we'll have to do a, a podcast for your bachelor's your bachelor's wait, party. Wait, it's not going to be next year. Oh, it's not. No. Oh. Well, we're, we're moving. Yeah, I know that. We're not going to do. We're not going to plan a move and a wedding. So you're gonna, we can't you're afford gonna, a move. Yeah. And a wedding so you're going to wait till 2021 one. to actually yeah. do it. Yeah. yeah. So we're we're looking at that. It's going to be exciting. I'm very I'm I'm very excited to be a married man. You just put it in off a year just to make sure. (laughs) Just just to make sure. (laughs) But no, 
because we were talking about how bad of a year, you know, because I said it was bad. And I think what really makes a bad year is it's not like one large bad event. Because I think if one large bad event brings down a whole year from you, you need to grow some thicker fucking skin. Yeah. No, what, one, one really, and that doesn't, I mean, there could be one very large bad event, like something that like leaves you in a fucking, well, yeah, like if you, in the hospital I mean, I don't want to even get in into it. Like, permanently. But like, yeah. That, that couldn't ruin New Year. And I'll allow that. Like, that's fair. Yeah, but when I, like, I first had my accident, and it's in the first month, the doctor told me I might not ever walk properly again. Mm-hmm. And now, now I can walk. You know what yeah. I mean? So like at that time, I could have can still considered it because I spent a couple months thinking I might not ever be able to walk normally again. Right. So like, but I, I get what you're saying. Like a life-changing event that's very negative can be something that makes the year a bad year from one bad event. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I, I don't disagree. I just, I can't say it's one major. It was a lot. There was a lot of major things that happened this last year. <laughs> and I mean, honestly, I don't think I've had a bad year ever in my life. Yeah, I've I would had, say I've this had, is my first year that I would consider like 2019. Just yeah, I've had some years where they were there was a lot of shitty things, but when when you like you make that diagram of good and bad, mm-hmm. and and the good is still far outweighing the bad. Yeah, no, I I'd or, agree. Or at least that. the bad wasn't enough to overthrow my lifestyle or or my life in in such a way that I was I like lost years of my life or or whatever. No, I just I, I did, for me I feel like there's just been so many setbacks. From what I was yeah. moving towards, and it's just you know constant step setback after setback after setback, and it's like, and as gay as this is gonna fucking sound, it it's gonna be cool when in the future you overcome it all. Oh, like, for sure. Like I'm not I'm not pessimistic about this yeah. next year because this year's bad. I'm like, well, I definitely can go up for me. <laughs> like, you know. Yeah. No. I mean, that's the, what was a Fight Club. The coolest thing about Rock Bottom is you can always always move up. Only move up. Yeah. Ugh, words. No, no, no. So like, I'm not pessimistic at all. I can just. You know, I feel objectively I can be like, this just wasn't a good one. Like, I went, not like I'd go bitching at random people or tell them, like, oh, this year sucked. I'm just like, wasn't a good one on the books. Had a bad season. Need to draft some new players. That's Maybe change is. out some coaching staff. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to come back strong next year. We got the first draft pick. Uh, this team manager sucks. Going to have to fucking redo this. But we'll, we'll get it together next year. I promise our fans that we will make playoffs. <laughs> well, we'll just do better than we did last year. <laughs> I take that, but I'm you know you got to start off as hopeful as possible, yeah. and then you get to the preseason games and you're like, oh, oh <laughs> wrote shit. wrote checks that they cannot cash. <laughs> uh, uh, do you have any? So not goals, but what about like? Or sorry, not resolutions, but goals. Do you have any goals, goals? like personal goals? Something they like to do, something they like to achieve or or do. I mean, you know, I've got all my medical issues yeah. stuff still going on. Yeah. So, um, I do want to uh, make a large move. Yeah. In this next year. Yeah. That's one of my goals. Coming with me. Yeah. Moving yeah. the same state you are. Tennessee. Yep. Let's go throw it out there. I'm not gonna tell so, you what city. But that's that's one of my big goals I'm looking forward to. Yeah. And then um, finishing up my bachelor's degree. Yeah. Pretty cool. So, How far are you from that? I am a little more than one semester, like one full bad. semester. So, you, I mean, you like can have it done really by in the next summer. So that's what I'm, yeah, that's kind of the goal. Hell yeah. I'm way further than that. <laughs> <laughs> I am further away from my associates than you are from your bachelor's. <laughs> I, I had my associates when I graduated. That's cool for you. I did other things. <laughs> now, we, we both we both did college and high school. I know, but 
Let's not talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Don't we have a spelling bee to get to or something? <laughs> not Jesus. yet. That's towards the end. Oh, motherfucker. It's, it's not there yet. We can stop talking about my shortcomings. No, I, I just wasn't seeing any of your shortcomings. You've lived in an okay life. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, I just, what are you doing? I know. I just totally... Can you still hear me? Oh, we're having technical No, I can hear you. I can hear you just fine. I cannot hear me. I can hear you. I turned my volume all the way down. Yeah. Ooh, I'm retarded. Sorry. That's a no Cognitively retarded. Uh, <laughs> you were about to use it again? Cognitively no, but it, but challenged. When you ask me about my year, like for the year, yeah, I've got a lot of like smaller goals throughout it. Yeah. And I've got a lot of things that I know I'm going to be responsible for and have to, you know, deal with, go through in the next year, which is fine. But, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think any person at looking at their year, it, and it's kind of an arbitrary statement. Like, yeah, a semester, like if you're going to school, semesters are changing. And if you're in, a, if you play a sport professionally, I guess it matters what time of the year it is. But I don't play sports. But if you're working, it's just like we say it's the new year, but then you're going back to the same job you had. And it's just important to have goals laid out in front of you. You know, like I have, you know, goals within the next year, goals within the next month, goals within the next five years. It's just everyone should have that kind of range of a plan. Oh, for sure. One of my goals for this next year is to get another dog for my puppy. Yeah. So she has a, a play buddy. It's oh, a small goal. Good. But it's a good one. Yeah. I think she needs somebody. Uh, somebody to play with other than just me. Well, I mean, like you can give your dog attention, but especially when they're younger or if you're away at work and during the day, like, it's good for them to have company. Oh, yeah. I just, and especially since I have, I have a German Shepherd Husky, she's got way too much energy to just be by herself. Yeah. Plus, she has, like, super bad... Sounds like such a Californian. She has separation anxiety. But she really does. She fucking howls like crazy when she's alone. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she's a good dog. I love her to death. No, she is a good dog. She just plays rough. Which was fine, like, when she was around my dog. My dog is fine getting... Yeah. Some dogs aren't as tough. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, Queensland healers tend to be pretty tough. So. Yeah. Well, they get their ass, asses kicked by fucking livestock all yeah. day long. Um, no, but I, I want to get a big dog for her. I was thinking Great Pyrenees. They're yeah, you big-ass dogs. They got a lot of energy. Big dogs, though. Like, you got to be in the housing situation to... Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I definitely have to have a backyard. At least... Yeah. A backyard, but preferably like a fenced backyard. Yeah. So when like when I move, like if it doesn't have a fenced backyard, I'm gonna have to fence it myself, which is fine. But I mean, it depends on like if you're like renting a place with that has an HOA where you need a certain type of fence or something like that. But then they would already have a fence if they had that. Yeah, so, probably. So that's yeah. not really on me. But because like if you're building a full wooden fence, like you know, typical backyard American fence, that can get a little bit pricey. <laughs> I mean, yeah. More than fucking putting down stakes and stringing some wire. More more than likely what you can do was like build it and then your your landlord will take it off your rent. Which would be cool. If, if you do it like all yourself, then they'll, yeah. they'll take all the costs for it. But, uh, you know, I, I actually wrote this down to talk about a long time ago and oh. we never did. Yeah. Bathroom etiquette. Bathroom etiquette. Public bathroom oh. etiquette. I mean, I just, I feel like. That's, that's not really etiquette. I mean, there's obviously if you go up to, oh, I'm talking way too close. If you if you go up to a urinal, you don't look left, right. You don't look right. You don't look at the other mm-hmm. person's dick. But how close to the urinal do you stand? Like I don't have an exact measurement, but I'm not like right over it where I'm pressed against the urinal. Mm-hmm. But I'm not super far back where someone could accidentally catch off the corner of their eye my full stream. <laughs> you know, I 
I don't want to get the splash coming up on me. So you know how like on urinals they have that little triangle piece that's supposed yeah. to be like, well, it's supposed to end right underneath your yeah, that's your about penis do, basically. Yeah. Well, I've seen some people that'll stand way the fuck back from it. Yeah, I've seen, that and too. I'm like. Bro, this is not the Olympics. <laughs> you are not trying to do a world record here. We're not so, going for distance. You know, look, first of all, don't pee on the fucking floor. We don't need that. But these people, what bothers me more than that, even more than that, is the people that get up on that bitch. Mm-hmm. Like that that little triangle piece is between their legs. Yeah, I've seen that And they too, are yeah. fully like in between or like you cannot see any part of them, which I'm not, I'm not trying to look or anything, but it's like. I, I can see you out of the corner of my eye. Mm-hmm. I can tell if I did look, I ain't seeing nothing. And I, all I can think of is like, there's splashback. You, you got your own piss mixed with other people's piss, blasting back on you, covering your hands, your dick, your balls, and yeah, your fucking you're too clothes. Close. You're danger close. That's fucking weird. Like when you said etiquette, my more my mind was more on like, so say you come up and there's three urinals, right? And there's no one at any of the urinals. You don't take the middle urinal. You take the right or the left one. Do you? Even I do. That way, if someone comes up, they can take the other far one, and there's a space in between us. And so mm-hmm. unless there's three people that have to go right at that time, you mm-hmm. don't have to be right next to someone. Like, say there's five urinals. You start off to the far right, you come in, and there's four open. You go to the middle one, and you create space, and it's only filled if it has to be. Do you ever go for the short urinal? I don't, I don't really pick it that way. I don't really care if it's the short or the... I usually don't like the short one. I tend to avoid them if I can. Yeah. I, I think that's ones. like designated for short people or kids, you know, or kids. You know, another thing that I consider um, bathroom etiquette is like if you're trying to go for a stall, right? You can kind of lightly push on it if you don't know if someone's in there or not. Mm-hmm. But you don't ever knock on a stall. No, you should never. But I've had well, okay, there's my life where someone knocks like I'm in there and someone knocks on the stall after they push, it doesn't open, and then there's a knock, knock, and you're like, what do I say? I'm busy. It's obviously locked. There are exceptions though. If you, if someone's been in there for a fucking hot minute and there's a line, you knock on that motherfucker. Like, yo, stop fucking around on your phone. Push that shit out. Wipe up. If there's, there's if there's a long line, yeah. Yeah. Well, you, I mean, yeah. If there, there's a not, it doesn't necessarily be long. But, but if there's you've a been line. Like, say there's there, two stalls and yeah. there's like two dudes waiting for a stall. <clears throat> you knock on the stall. Could have turned your head, but that's cool. You knock on the stall that hasn't that's been occupied for the longest amount of time. Yeah. No. Now, do you go for the, the handicap one or the I typically one? don't go for the handicap no. one. I always just I'm like if someone come, came in like a wheelchair that was handicapped, I'd feel yeah. super guilty if I was there dropping a dude. <laughs> yeah. It's not my first selection, but if it's the only one I'll Yeah, open, I'll I take it hesitate. if it's the only one I won't hesitate. Yeah. I won't be like, I'll wait for that one to come open. Because yeah. I don't when I'm in a public restroom, I don't take one in any given instance. No, I'm not I'm not there for a long time. Just there for a good time. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just I feel like bathroom etiquette. That's where people should just try to be the most polite. No one wants to talk to each other. Yeah. No one wants to deal with each other. You go in, you do what you came there to do. You wash your hands, and then you try not to touch the door handle on your way out. Yeah, that's. I love the bathrooms. I have like a windy entrance, so there's no door. Yeah, and you just walk out, and those are the best. Because like anyone that you ask, like, do you wash your hands in public restrooms? And they're like, yeah, always. Then how come every time I'm in a public restroom, I always see guys just walk out? Like some yeah. of them will walk out of stalls and not hit the, they, not hit the. Well, I mean, they could just be pissed, which I think is fucking weird. The people that just go straight to a stall to piss. Yeah, I, I don't. I hit it. Self-conscious and, and embarrassed are you? Like, is your penis that small? If it is, just fucking own it, bro. Just fucking own it. Well, beyond that, if it is, and you are in the urinal next to me, I won't know because I'm not looking. Yeah. 
time. You don't need to fucking get on that bitch like you're fucking making love to it. But damn, I'm not looking. I'm not looking. I don't know. But what is weird is when there's when when a, a father brings in their son, and he's he's peeing for obviously what is the you know, the first year of his public restroom using, mm-hmm. and they drop their pants all the way to the floor, <laughs> and then they're also looking from side to side. I'm like. This is, this is weird. This is weird. They need to learn the etiquette. They need to learn the etiquette. Which, okay. I remember the first time I ever used a public bathroom when I was still of the age where I pulled my pants all the way down to my ankles. And then when I looked around and nobody else was doing this, I was like, oh, there's a trick to this, isn't there? <laughs> I've learned a lesson today. <laughs> and I, I didn't even have to talk I'm to my dad. I'm ashamed. <laughs> I, didn't have to listen, I didn't have to talk to my dad. I was just like, oh, they're just... Oh, they're just not taking their pants all the way down. This seems simple. <laughs> I feel like I should have been able to figure this out well, prior I, to now. I had never used, I and in my memory, I've never used of a public bath- bathroom. Well, it's yeah. a urinal where mm-hmm. I didn't already like do that. So like I, when I was at home, pants always to the ground, which sometimes I still do as an adult when I'm at home. I do not. It feels pretty good. You should try I, it. I don't do that. You ever sit down to pee when you're not taking a shit? No, not not really. You should try it sometimes. It feels good. Sometimes I'll just like, you know, I don't want to stand and do this. <laughs> I just want to I just want to sit and pee. Well, that usually usually happens when I really have to pee really bad and it hurts to stand up straight. So rather than like hunched over the toilet. I don't I don't have an overactive bladder like yours. Sometimes when I wake up in the middle of the night, I really got to go sit down. It's I good. Mean, you know what you have to do, man. I do it. I'll figure your shit out. Just say don't force your lifestyle on me. <laughs> Like, what's your preferred pronoun? Um, I don't have one. Actually. Pisser, peer, <laughs> over. I don't know. Over him, his. Not over. I mean, I like over, over peer, like over. Uh, God damn it! Words strong, hard. Over peer. Excessive. Excessive urinator. Excessive urinator. Okay, I'll try to address you. And uh, next episode, I'll be known at formally as Mister Excessive Urinator. <laughs> okay, we're we're gonna do it just because I feel like that is an old time law. We're gonna do the spelling bee. So, uh, are you ready? You want to take mm-hmm. a, a drink? I'm gonna take a drink just so I can you know properly read these words. We're still in fourth grade. Yeah. And uh, are you ready? Send it. Oh. Borrowed. You want me to help you with the first letter? No. So you said what? I got this one. Okay. Um, B A R R O W E D. B O R R O W E D. That was one letter off. One letter off. That's bullshit. Number two, you've actually used this word today a couple times. That's cool. Distorted. Fuck me in the asshole. I can say the words. Doesn't mean I can spell them. Um, Well, since you were looking... Can you use it in a sentence, please? The sound while doing mic checks was distorted. That's why I figured you'd get it because you'd read you doing the reading on what you bought. No, that was just I know that word. Okay, all on my own. D I S T O R T E D. 
You got it. You got yeah. it. Uh, Look at me go for three. Okay, if you get the next two correct, we move on. The next two? You got to get three mean- out of four. What the, you cannot change the <laughs> rules up on me, bro. No, that's fucking bullshit. You want just two, you want best out of three? We'll see how this next word goes. <laughs> Swiveled. Oh man. S W I V I L E D. It's incorrect. Oh yeah. Swiveled. S W I. V-E-L-E-D. One letter again. Simple shit. <clears throat> Last word out All of four. Right. Yeah, that's embarrassing me more. Squeeze? Oh, man, I can see it in my head. S-Q-U-E-E-Z-E-D. I said squeeze. Oh, no D. <laughs> you got it. Okay, cool. I said squeezed. Oh, man, I got two. Damn it. Why couldn't that have been the third word? <laughs> I had that. Squeeze. It was the third word. It was. Yeah, I gave you the fourth one. So Swiveled was the fourth one. You got two out of three. Oh. So I graduate? Yeah. You go to fifth. I, dude, I need to get a I need to get a cap and gown for every episode. <laughs> no, when you get through eighth grade, we'll give you cap and gown. Okay, that's that's fair. We'll figure it out. Take a picture. Take a picture? Yeah. And then what? Sent, you know, just posted on our our Twitter is that that you finally achieved the status of spelling at an eighth grade level as a high school graduate. And finally, my parents can be as proud as they should have been when I actually graduated eighth grade. Yeah, because eighth grade graduation matters. It did. I I was in the band and I played Pop and Circumstance. I did so good. And then you guys went out, and got laid. Yeah, <laughs> so, totally. That's what happened. Signed up to go off to the Great War. <laughs> the Big War. <laughs> Don't talk to me. What, what's the fucking line? I fought in the Big War. No one tells me what to do. Audi Murphy, motherfucker. <laughs> Did you say Audi? Yeah. Audi. That's, I know that's how he says it, though. Audi Murphy. He's just old. Like the car company. Yeah. What is that from? That's from um, the movie The Goods, Used Car Salesman. I need to watch that. It's funny yeah. as shit. Like, I it's, quote it's it a, a lot. Dumb, it's a dumb comedy, yeah. but just the idea that the main stars are these used car salesmen that go from town to town helping dying lots, <laughs> and they're just the worst people that you could ever meet. <laughs> That's what uh, me and Mr. Ducky quote it so much that it's kind of rubbed off on you. Yeah. I just say it all the time. I was in the big war. <laughs> well, it's like my favorite line from that movie is um, this one of the car salesmen. He's like, I haven't been home in three years, and I'm 90% sure I left my front door open. (laughs) 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 Because I know I've had days like that where I'm like, I don't know, my car's been parked there for two days, and I'm pretty sure I left it unlocked. (laughs) We've all done those little mistakes where it's just like, didn't realize it would go so bad. My car has an auto locking, thankfully. That's nice. My car does not. I have, though, left the house. And then been gone on vacation, like away from home for like a week. And I'm like, I don't remember if I turned the stove off. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I don't consciously remember making that action of. Oh, that was loud. And the worst part is you're like, I feel like I automatically did it because it's an automatic thing that we just kind of do when we're but, leaving the house. But what if you didn't? But, well, <laughs> <laughs> well, one thing we need to do real quick. 
We need to rate this bottle. Oh, you know, I'd give this bottle out of five. I'd give it a 4.2. 4.2. I would definitely buy it again. Mm-hmm. I enjoy mm-hmm. how smooth it is. And I enjoy the flavor. I think personally, I wouldn't buy this if it was just something for me to sip on. Like, because I usually keep a bottle just you know throughout my life. You know, at night I'll have a glass, whatever. Mm-hmm. This wouldn't be cap. the bottle that I, you know, that I had as a nightcap. Yeah, this is the bottle that I'd have for people who don't necessarily like whiskeys because mm-hmm. it's so light and smooth for when they're busy. And this is not to say I dislike it or I wouldn't want to have it that yeah. much. I just I like a little bit more bitter Irish whiskey for my regular drink. Yeah. So, but this would be a bottle I'd be like, you know, keep in my liquor cabinet or, you know. Yeah. I think for a scotch, I'm going to rate it on the scotch scale right now. It's a 4.6 on a scotch scale. I mean, it's just so smooth. It's super smooth. There's no overpowering smoky flavor. It's a, it's a, it's a healthy amount of smoke. I like it. Even like the aftertaste is just this light smoke that's just there for a few seconds and then it disappears. It doesn't oh, yeah. hang on. Whereas like literally that rock oyster was I taste. I woke up the next morning. Like I, I had actually brushed my teeth that night. Had drank more water. Had drank Jameson. Had had a couple more beers. Can, can we refer to it as the whiskey that shall not be named? I like saying rock oyster I, as many times as I can, so people are I aware. I don't. I'm trying to it's, educate. It's disgusting. I don't. But like, I woke up in the morning. The first thing I tasted was just that, that full peat gunpowder taste in my mouth. <sighs> I'm so grossed out just thinking about it. It's not good. But yeah, I'm gonna. Get a, what did I say? Four point six. You said four point six for this Glen yeah. Levitt twelve year double no, it's, oak. It's good. Y'all, y'all should do it. Y'all should go 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 go. It's working good. Go out and get it and uh, tell us what you think. You know, one thing you said when you read about it or when you were looking at the bottle and you said it's gonna have a bourbony taste or you kind of predicted guessed that it might. I don't taste any bourbony with it. Well, that's the smoke that you get. Well, so I mean, the, but the scotches smoke. tend to have the smoke too, so. That's where scotch, like, was well, part of where scotches get their uh, their their burnt taste is from the the bourbon barrels that they distill them in, mm-hmm. uh, or they age. Sorry, they age them in, so that's where they get some of it. Uh, no, it doesn't. It doesn't taste particularly bourbony, but uh, oh, it's delicious. I like it a lot. Yeah, it's good. It's got a good like caramel, car caramel, 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 caramel. caramel uh, look to it and it's it looks very warm and inviting and I, I actually enjoyed it a lot yeah i'm very happy i can't wait to drink more of it i'm mr yummy you can follow me on instagram at mr dot underscore yummy and then on in, uh sorry twitter at mr yummy one five and you can always find me at uh at mr early ets on twitter on i don't have tweets. numbers but okay, so uh, probably get some fucking food. Yeah, 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 yeah. Out.